0: Oh, just out of curiosity, what did you, uh, what did you think of the musical selection for the little interlude?
1: I liked it. Liked it.
0: Yeah. If if you were to if you were to suggest though any other kind of like heavy Cruiser- rap.
1: <laughs> uh, no, I was kidding. Don't actually consider it. Yodeling. <laughs> Yo. Isaiah, we're back. Yes, we are, Lucas. We are back. One full episode after our first pilot <laughs> back on campus. Yep. Tonight. Today? It's today. Yeah. It's, whatever, it's only one fifty. Whenever you, you listeners view, listen to this, happy whatever time of the day it is. Happy indeed. Happy indeed.
0: <laughs> I hope you're ready for a Actually, I can't even say it's going to be great because I don't know. But I hope, <laughs> ha, ho, welcome to what I hope will be an awesome discussion on vocation.
1: vocation. That's the topic
0: of today, isn't it?
1: It is. It is. I guess a first question would be like, what have you experienced of the vocations? Because there are yeah. four. Yep, four of the church. There are two, two like, professor religious and then two two lay.
0: Yep. So be marriage and single life. Yep. though. I've heard different talk about single life, if it's consecrated single life or what exactly. Yeah. But then obviously priesthood and religious life as well. Yep. So, Lucas, what do you know about vocations, specifically for the lay, the lay vocations, uh, single and and marriage?
1: Yeah. So, like, vocation in general is definitely, like, the calling that God has designed for us for absolute and full happiness and, like, the easiest, I guess, quotation marks around easy. Mm-hmm. For holiness, it's like the path he set out for our holiness. For the the vocations of laity, marriage, and single life, in my diocese from my home parish, I met two ladies who are both consecrated single, and they're wonderful young ladies. They have gone around the diocese doing prayer ministry, ministry leading retreats. They taught me how to do prayer ministry in the midst of adoration. Mm. Yeah, and... It's been a really interesting time just getting to know both those two gals. It's been really good. And then of marriage life. Obviously my parents, I've met them. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <Well, laughs> I think the best witness to marriage I've ever seen was through a missionary company called Family Missionary Company. And it's weird to say, but like that's literally what their name is, FMC. And their mission is to send families into mission. So I met this couple, Mm. Ben Schumann and Natalia Schumann, and their three kids in Peru while on a mission trip. And that wasn't their main stationed mission. It was in Mexico and they had the kids in Mexico. They raised them in Mexico. They sent them to school with Mexican kids. Mm. I think they're switching to homeschooling now because they're back in the States and doing some traveling missionary in the States. But yeah, I think it was just it was a really awesome witness to see like a family together living out the call of that missionary discipleship. Yeah. No, that's really radical, actually, because there's that I think that speaks to one of the
0: aspects of vocation that maybe isn't talked about so much. And that's like how how there's such a, a wide variety of particular smaller vocations within each wider vocation yeah. so like we talked about the four main vocations of the church the big v vocation the big v vocations as they're sometimes called it, you can't see us in the podcast but we're doing the the quotation, hand quotation marks. marks in the air <laughs> scare quotes yeah so those are like the bigger avenues you would say that yeah. like the the church has provided and holds forth explicitly as worthy ways of living in communion with with god and and fellow man um, but then it's amazing how no two married couple live out their marriage the same way. You know, no, no family has the exact same cause another family, even if there are some similarities mm-hmm. and yeah, that just speaks to the different tiers of the different tiers of call. The uh, one way it's been explained to me is uh, through a vocation cake. You draw a little diagram. I don't know if you've ever seen this. I have not seen this, but like you have uh, on the, on the bottom level, you've got holiness which mm-hmm. is like universal, universal cult. Yep, the universal vocation and all, all of the vocations, the, the big V vocations, they're all like ordered towards that. They're all supposed to be about that, um, pursuing that, but just in a different avenue or certain avenue. And then on top of that larger piece of the cake on the bottom, the tier, then you go up a tier to the smaller one. And that's like your, your big V vocation, your specific. And then on top of that, you've got the specific or personal vocation.
1: And that's yeah. I found that kind of helpful. That makes more sense. I was kind of confused where you're going with the cake method. I've seen some weird cakes in my day, <laughs> like like what? I don't know, upside down cakes. Oh yeah, they do make those. Or they? like bun cakes, Bunt
0: <laughs> bun cakes. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's those cakes with like the hole in the middle. Yeah, that is yeah, a bunt cake, right? cake. Yeah, yeah. What a terrible analogy for the <laughs> spiritual life. You got a hole in the middle of your whole
1: <laughs> your whole life. No. <laughs> uh, where were we? Vocation, vocation small v vocation. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's interesting. Like even like looking at the families that I know, you meet one family with nine, ten kids, and then you meet one with two. Yeah, um, yeah. you have a stay at home mom versus a mom who works nine to five eight to four, mm-hmm. or yeah, stay at home dad. I've met a family that's
0: like that too, and they're awesome Catholics. I've never met a stay at home dad. But yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's. It's, it's hard to put marriage or any of them into a box, even if they seem like they're a box of some kind. Yeah. And actually, that's kind of an important thing to talk about, because this whole podcast is supposed to be about vocation and discernment and not knowing and wandering a little bit and trying to, to discern a little bit better what it, where it is you're called to be. And I think one of the one of the the fears that sometimes creeps in or one of the, the difficulties that arises when discerning is um, the difficulty of making a step and knowing that. When you make a step, you're stepping away from a bunch of other things that are good. When you say yes to something, it means you're saying no in a sense to a bunch of other things. And maybe it's just me, or maybe it's just our <laughs> our culture of FOMO, fear of missing out. But I think that's that's uh, a hard. I, th- I think young people today find it kind of hard to do mm-hmm. to just like to know for certain that all these other things that could do that seem great, they just have to like completely cut themselves off for forever because mm-hmm. these vocations, the big V vocations, of the church, it's kind of daunting. They do ask for a commitment forever.
1: Yeah. And like, I think that's the beauty of like kind of like what the church does is that there's always a waiting period before we enter those big V vocations. Um, for the priesthood, it's seminary for religious life. There's novice years, um, trial runs, visitations um, for marriage. It's dating. That's the per- point of dating yeah um and then there's also marriage prep after engagement which is yeah yeah, that's the church's quotation mark like preparation time and like time for finalization
0: yeah
1: um there is that trial period before you become a consecrated single person and there's some formation that goes in with that that the diocese sets up with you yeah that's a neat factoid yeah i I also like the fact that you were bringing
0: up that Mm -hmm. even the discerning out can be very very different from person to person too I don't, I would say, I don't know your details. I'm not pressing you to share the uh, podcast that will go live for the whole world uh, here. But for myself, it was, uh, it was a little bit different than some, like I was actually thinking that I'd be coming back to St. Mary's and be coming back to seminary um, this fall, this past fall. Hmm. And um, it was actually because of the end of year eval that the faculty were like, you know, we actually think based on like what you were reporting and what you were saying that it would be better for your discernment to step out for a time and be, yeah, to be like a regular layman for a time. <laughs> I get regular. Scare quotes. Being used. <laughs> scare quotes. Um, so it was more of like the church discerning with me mm-hmm. and talking with me. And we dialogued about it for a couple of weeks and then asking me and suggesting to me that I, I step out for a while. So yeah, that, I think that highlights what, what you were t- talking about, um, that it's it's you discerning, But it's also the church discerning along with you. And that's part of the trial period that I think you were talking about is you're you're like you're experiencing it and letting you're letting God author it in you or not author it in you. And you're you're noticing if it's if this way of life, if this um, this identity, this charism, whatever is like it's being written in your own heart. And if you can notice that, then you're like, shoot, I'm going to take the next step. I can I can do this but if it's not and the church is going to be talking with you about it and if they're going to make a suggestion to you then like hey that's like a it's a it's a revelatory thing so like in short for me the priesthood is definitely not written off for now the i don't the church's authority is i i respect it (laughs) so i no, that's that's what's led me to to now and it's just something that you don't you don't do alone yeah, ultimately. ultimately, that's, I think, what I'm trying to say is mm-hmm. you never,
1: you're never never discerning completely alone, ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and my discernment out was very much my discernment. So, like, while yours was partly you and the church, mine was myself and then not authentication through the church, but like cha- cha- challenging it against the church. See what they thought. See yeah. what they if this was good discernment and they said it was good discernment um yeah oh that's
0: such a blessing actually the more i think about it like how awesome it is to have that solid structure of authority that you can like you can go to and you can trust in and i mean everybody's got their gifts some priests are going to be better um, at giving spiritual insight or advice and spiritual direction or whatever or even mm-hmm. like read in the heart of yeah. a person that's true but All just knowing stuff- that you can go to somebody else and like They actually care about you they are they are trying to father you (laughs) yes i like to think that's why we call them father like the priests at the seminary have (laughs) they've
1: been like three dads for me for the last three years that's true i'm sure they've been the same for you yeah we have we have been very much blessed with the priests at the seminary as directors of our heart um as formators they've helped us both grow to be somewhat decent young men (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah still growing not perfect yeah
0: patience is such a, a difficult thing to do it is, <laughs> it is so, difficult, so hard but it's it's such a huge aspect of discernment and vocation mm-hmm.
1: we can't we can't work on our time it's yeah. god's time our your ways are not my ways mm. i don't remember which prophet that's in but it's in the profit <laughs> i think
0: you're probably yeah Actually, I was just listening to
1: a podcast
0: by Father Mike Schmitz. It's called "Bible in Your Podcast." It's pretty awesome. Check yes. it out if you haven't. Um, and he was talking about well, he was going through Job, and in the um, in the book of Job, that was one of the big things that just happened today. It was uh, God like revealed Himself after Job's sufferings and all his friends like not picking on him, but like not being great friends in his suffering and telling him he's been doing things wrong, and <laughs> yeah. so he. God God appears at this point and he's like who are you to think that you know the <laughs> right times for anything like did you make the
1: clouds before they started raining and do you have the <laughs> my, my favorite, were you there when i set the cornerstone of the foundation of the earth and you're like oh gosh <laughs> <laughs> no no i wasn't <laughs> you're right you're right yeah and like we've been talking primarily about owner experience with vocation in seminary married life and our experience with single but like all these are applied also to the religious life mm-hmm. um we both have the religious brothers here on campus with the lasallian christian brothers so my diocese also has the benedictine order uh at saint john's mm-hmm. so i've had a little experience with them not a super bit uh super a lot but i love their saying or at labora work and prayer yeah prayer and work um no
0: actually i'm glad you brought that up because that brings up another really important talking point i think when we're talking about vocations is with like specifically with the religious orders they've got different charisms or different things that they they really emphasize or they stress because there's so many different aspects about the spiritual life like ultimately it should be simple mm-hmm. like there's a simplicity to all holiness it shouldn't be complex and painstaking and complicated yeah um, because
1: god's simple yeah i had theologians say say but a priest in confession once told me that the life of faith it's um it's not difficult it's simple but hard simple but hard Yeah, yeah. simple but hard and like that has stuck with me throughout the years I'm like this is simple but it's, it's just super, hard to do yeah it's <laughs> super hard to do because um, of sin and human nature and <laughs> me culpa
0: me <my> culpa me <laughs> <laughs> <Your> maximum culpa <laughs> no so what i was going to say is so uh, with the charisms and all the different different aspects of the simple way of holiness. um, Like they kind of have to be encountered to be discerned. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think that goes for not just the, that goes not just for the religious life, but for the priesthood, for married life, for everything. The way it's been told
1: to me is you can't discern a facade. And so it's really about getting involved and hanging out with people within the vocation that you're looking at. If I'm called to marriage, I'm gonna be hanging out with married people and getting get the vibe of like what it really means to be married. Yeah, or uh, y- even if you don't know what your call is, like hang out with holy people in all sorts of
0: vocations because you'll see just a little bit more of different angles of the body of Christ mm-hmm. and the way of holiness. If you do that, yeah, and yeah, I think that will kind of that those encounters, those tangible like experienced realities, those are what actually like those are how God speaks to people. I think when we talk about God speaking, sometimes you know it's as clear as if as if it was in words for some people from what I hear. But like there's there's the whisper in heart of of true conviction when one has found something. And mm-hmm. you like you can't you can't systematize it. No. You like it's cliche, but you know when you know people say that <laughs> when they when they've met the right girl or when they've met the right guy and like yeah, you just know when you know and For guys like us, it's like, yeah, but how how do I know that somebody (laughs) else wouldn't come along and no, you just know when you know, how do I know I know? (laughs) Right. And so that can be a little bit, that can be just a little bit like off-putting,
1: Yeah, but I think it's,
0: I think it's true. It's just, it's just true. You can't, you can't explain when you know things or when you, you see something is true other Mm -hmm. than that. It's just true. It's just real. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's where we should end. Hey, Lucas, thanks for,
1: thanks for joining me today. Yeah, thanks for chasing me down and hunting me because I was not answering my phone. <laughs> no, no, <we're> not. <laughs> oh, but you know what?
0: We didn't start, start with a prayer.
1: prayer. <laughs> that means we should probably close with a prayer. I think that is a wonderful idea.
0: And maybe we should forsake the little saint story that we were talking about. Maybe. Yeah, we'll, we'll save it for next time, folks, and uh, we'll close with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Mm -hmm. Lord, thanks for this conversation. Thanks for all of our listeners, for all of our family friends. Thanks for all of those who have witnessed to us the joy and the beauty of all the different vocations of the church. Um, Thank you for the vocations, for these avenues into which you call us to, to greater holiness and greater union with yourself and with each other as brothers and sisters. Help us be courageous. Help us to be um, humble of heart, open to receive whatever promptings you are putting there towards one of these specific avenues, one of these uh, big V vocations, and help us to uh, help us to respond generously. Give us the courage to to follow where it is you are calling. We ask this in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. In the, name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. Amen.